Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Greetings from Govardhan. I have some guests for my class today, so I'm singing for them. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hey, one second, be right with you. Okay, let's see what we can do today. Um, reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 25, Text 1. <clears throat> One second. It's something I Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Ten twenty-five one. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Sri Shuka Uvacha in just Manapujam. Vigaya vihatam nipa kopepya krishna natebhyo nanda dibhyas shakopaha Sukadeva Goswami said, My dear King Parikshit, when Indra understood that his sacrifice had been put aside, he became furious with Nanda Maharaj and the other coward men who were accepting the Lord as their own. Omagyana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Taksur Unmulatamyena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha. Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Vidati Swapadantikam Vankchakalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayevacha 
Patitanam Bhavane Bhyo Vaishnave Bhyo Namo Namaha Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Shivas Adi Gaur Bhaktivinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare so greetings from Govardhan. I have to say that I'm more than happy to have now an ashram. And uh, I have some guest rooms and I'm always blessed with such nice guests. I think some of the people on this know that I happen to be particularly favorable to the good souls from Iran. So I have two guests and they could say hello to you. And yeah, if you know Sidesri, they were on one of her classes and they've now come to Govardhan and my seva, my seva is to give faith. Faith means trust by experience. So you could really give people that experience of bhakti, experience the trust in a goal. Trust by experience is trust in a goal by experience of that goal. So you taste a drop of bhakti here in Govardhan and that becomes your objective or goal. And uh, so I love to do this and now I have a very good assistant in Vasik Mohan. We invite people for Prasadam. And uh, it was so great when they came, we worked out their schedule for India and I thought there could be nothing better than them because after leaving here was to go to the Hare Krishna Fest in Rishikesh, organized by Indra Swami with Madhava, Badahari, Gauravani, and others, I've, Vikram sends me videos, it's incredible. The best prashadam, the best kirtans, harinams through the street. But it's really selective because they want to leave the room for the guests. So I thought, let me give it a chance. And I wrote Vikram. And I wanted to send their picture, kind of inspire them, a nice pious couple. Before I could even send the picture, it was yes. But then how do you book a room in during the International Yoga Festival? So they immediately got a booking in the NVT there. So uh, I'm praying that by the mercy of Giri Raj, they can get this experience. 
the drop of transcendental bliss that's above the sensual goals we have and the egotistical goals we have. And we can actually have in our life a goal that is happy, satisfying, and also eternal. Because bhakti impacts the soul. Neha bhikkhamanasho sti pratyavayo navidyate in this endeavor, there's no loss of diminution. It stays eternally within the soul. While egotistical and sensual goals just are with the body. And because they're just with the body, they're not ultimately satisfying us. So it's great. And uh, I may even come back here after a few months. It's just such a nice service and great association, Bhakti Vigan Goswami and Urijan Prabhu on the other side of the hill. So now our present story is this Govardhan Leela at Govardhan. And we know that Krishna was upset because in the very same place, that he saw the Yajnika Brahmins foolishly perform ritual without understanding its purpose or intention and therefore missing the purpose or intention of ritual. Yes, certainly ritual gives you prakritic or material benefit, but that's not the ultimate aim of ritual. The ultimate aim of ritual is ultimately to bring you above the false egotistical conception and bring you into your eternal position in relationship to God. So Krishna saw these Brahmins with just faith in the procedures and not the objective. You see this also with institutions. Institutions are started with objectives, but after a while people begin to worship the institution and forget the objectives. This happens in religion all the time. The institution becomes important and not the objectives, and therefore you lose the real meaning of what you're doing. So Krishna saw this. He saw this to the extent Yajna by Vishnu, Yajna is for God and, and to purify our soul. And he saw the representatives of Vishnu, which are the cowherd boys, beg food for Krishna. And he saw that they were so absorbed in the ritual and not the intention or understanding of the ritual that they didn't even say om. Om means the Vedas, om means yes. They didn't even respond, they just completely neglected. So Krishna saw this 
And in the very same place, he sees his father doing a ritual. <clears throat> when Krishna specifically came to give bhakti, and bhakti, the intention is everything. What's the definition of bhakti? The primary characteristic is anukulyena, Krishna anushilanam, it's shilanam activities, anu, that follow the will or desire of Krishna. That's love when you, your activities follow the will or desire of someone else. Anukulyena, with the intention to please. So that's what Krishna gave. And he came to give. And it mentions, even in one sense, why in the Bhagavatam, these rituals had purpose. But, but Buri, Burinika, they're so confusing, it's so many of them. And it's a gradual process. It's a broad process to engage everyone in society and moving forward by, the, by some type of sacrifice. But Buri, Buri, but this, you, can, it, it's, you don't have time to do them in this age. You don't have the qualification to do them in this age. You have to get to the goal quickly. So, and therefore I mentioned why Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, Sarva Dharma Vrityaja, you give up all other activities and just come to the goal. The purpose of all the activities is liberation, surupe navivastita, to situate ourselves in our real identity. So somehow it's a cute story and Krishna convinces his father not to do it, but instead to serve him by serving those who he loves, which is his holy land, Govardhan, and the cows and the Brahmins. So they switch the same paraphernalia for the sacrifice and then after the sacrifice, they circambulate Govardhan Hill. And then they make a huge offering of food. And then Krishna manifests a huge form on top of Govardhan Hill. At the same time, he's with the bridge bosses witnessing it. He does this to give them faith in what he's doing. And now we're at the part where Indra becomes upset. Indra is a devotee, he's the king of heaven, but you can become bewildered with opulence if you can, when you start to, when, when you have power, and you begin to control the environment, um, you become in the illusion that you're the controller. 
Let's see what's happening. Okay, come in for a second. You headed out now? I just want to get a Okay. And your car's there? That's coming. Okay. Right before you go, come see me. Okay. Um, So it's so easy to become bewildered. And we see it. Because when you control things, you get the illusion that you're the controller. You become, and you become attached to that because that's the material inspiration. The material inspiration is we're born in this material world. That's what the body means. The body means I want to enjoy and control. I want to be the, in the illusion that I'm the enjoyer and controller. So, Indra, who is the king of heaven, there's such a tendency to become attached and to become bewildered by that attachment. And you become attached to that conception that I am superior. That's the real drive of the material world. Somehow or other, this ahankar, this egotistical conception, I am superior. And to be superior, it's not just sensual experience, but you have to enjoy more. Because what's the use of being the controller if you're not, of, of being the controller if you're not the enjoyer? So it, 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 the, the sensuous is really intertwined with the psychological. And what actually links us to the body is this kind of conception. I want to be superior. And therefore, anything that challenges that, we resist on the material conception. Whereas on the spiritual conception, one doesn't really care. If someone says they're better than you, Hare Krishna, let me serve you. It's not, it's, that's not our taste. Our taste is love. And I give the example of the child in the mother's arms. That's the taste of the child, the child. I am dependent. It's a very sweet type of love to feel from someone else, I am your maintainer, I am your protector. That parental love, but coming from God, so when someone actually has that because it's spiritual and it's connected to God's pleasure potency, there's such joy and bliss in service, in real service, the energy of service connected to God that one um, one doesn't 
want to move from that position. But if you don't have that taste, then your taste is I am controlling and I am enjoying. Head it out now? Okay, you're going like that? It's a sadhu? <laughs> yes, that's great. Okay, I'll see you actually in one week. Yes, less than one week, which is six days. Not really. 12 to your right? Yeah. Okay. See you there. Oh, wait, wait. Today is Sunday. Okay, one week. I'll see you in Fort Lauderdale. Okay. All right, well. Thank you very much. Okay. Nice devotee, huh? That's Rasik Mohan. I have a very nice assistant. Um, so anything that threatens that conception, we become disturbed. Anything that threatens our ability to control, we become disturbed. Anything that diminishes our conception in relationship to others, we fight. Therefore, if someone tells you you're wrong, we may think, no, I'm not like that. But what if someone tells you you're wrong? We argue tooth and nail. How many of us give the Vijay Patra? The Vijay Patra is the signing the the letter of victory. When sometimes they charge, the, you know, challenge the six Goswamis, they say, okay, here, here's the paper you defeated because that's not their, that's not their identity, that's not their pleasure. But if someone tells us we're wrong, we, we, we're crushed. What to speak if someone threatens our territory? A great part of false ego is being territorial. That gives us the conception of, of superiority. So if someone threatens that, so here's Indra, he, he fell into illusion. He became attached, he became used to his position and it affected his ego. And he became completely bewildered. So that when, when Krishna stopped his yajna, he became so upset. Ego, we all have it. And it's, it's antithetical to bhakti. And it's so nice to be with Vaishnavas, people who are more interested in serving than controlling. The exemplars of that were the six Goswamis. Krishna Kirtana Ganadanapano Premamritambo Nidhi Dira Dira Janaprio Piakaro Dira Dira. Everyone, the sober and the ruffians, both. Dira, dira, janaprio. 
their matzah because they didn't have that desire to control. No one was threatened by them. Even the very rough people weren't threatened by them. So, somehow or other, Indra becomes furious when his worship it's so beautiful to see someone who is humble, who doesn't have that fighting spirit of ego, doesn't become insulted if there's some slight. And I always tell that story of Krishna Das, Akinshana Krishna Das Babaji. When he was going from Godiamat to Godiamat, that's Prabhupada's institution before Iskand. He belonged to the Godiamat. And it fractured after Bhakti Siddhanta left. So he didn't join any side. He would just go from place to place. So it was so political that someone thought, oh, he must be, you know, siding with the other people. And there's a thing that, that if one is neutral, he's your enemy. Because it means he's the friend of your enemy also. And Krishna says that in the very beginning. If you're in a material conception, one who's neutral is your enemy. If he doesn't hate the same people you hate, he must be conspiring with them. So this consciousness was there. Krishna's Bobby was going for what play was so innocent. And then one person said, you know, you think you're so advanced. We know you're not, you know, we know actually what you're doing. You're going from place to place to place. And Krishna's Bobby, GC said, you know, everyone thought I was advanced, but now they know my real nature. He could care less. He could care less because Trinada peace and Ichena, Torora peace, Ishtena, Amar, One who chants the holy name of the Lord in a humble state of mind, thinking oneself lower than the store in the street, more tolerant than a tree, devoid of all senses. He can chant always. The humble person. The humble person, I make this point time and again, the humble person can experience love. When you're not humble, you can't experience love because everything you get, you think you deserve. So there's no emotional satisfaction unless one is humble. There's no love unless one is humble. And that type of person that's so tasteful, bhakti is so tasteful that one could care less about these things. Everything that we care about and fight tooth and nail in this world. So Indra is this example. He's king of heaven and he loses sight of it. You can be a big leader, you can be a big guru, you can be humble if you do it as a service. If you do it as a service. 
but it's dangerous. It's dangerous because these things are intoxicating to that sense of superiority. My, my, my birth, my aristocratic birth, my nationality, my opulence, my money. I'm superior, I'm superior, I'm superior. You start to feed off of it like an addiction. Shruta, education, MA, PhD, doctor. I am learned, I am more, I am more, I am more. And Shribi, aristocracy or the beautiful partner of the opposite sex. I am more, I am more, I am more. You become intoxicated. And when you're thinking, I am more, I am more, I am more, it can be no feeling of love. You become intoxicated. There can be no bhakti. So is it any wonder that as God is crushing Indra's pride, he's crushing our pride? Because he wants us to feel love because we can only be satisfied with that. I was speaking to a friend today. He actually came to take Prasada with me. And he was a big, and he came in. He's a disciple of one of my God brothers, but he's kind of like a friend of mine. And he's very helpful to me. And he was very big in the world of finance. But for the last five years, he just can't find a job. He's just too qualified. And he gave all his money to family, to projects. He's very generous. And I saw he came in today and he paid me dandavat. That means full out obeisances. And then to my deities, full out obeisances. And then I, I looked at him and I said, when I see the devotion in your heart, because the last four years, all he could do is take shelter of the Bhagavatam. I don't even know how many him and his wife live sometimes. I said, when I see that love and devotion in your heart, I think all the difficulty you went through is worth it. And I said, I look at that way in my life. When I'm hearing Govardhan and waking up in the morning and worshiping my deities and sitting down and chanting Hare Krishna and associating with sadhus. And I look and I see the beauty of how Krishna moved the world to elevate my consciousness and continues to do so perfectly. He's such a master artist of carving the soul in love. I actually see her. There's so many realizations I got. I've changed in my life. I'm feeling something in my heart. And then I'm thinking, what I'm getting is worth the price of anything I went through. There's no doubt in my mind. And it's true for you also if you make the right objective or goal. And see how nice Krishna arranges things. I'll talk to my guests now. How kind is Krishna? 
you know, they're not, they haven't been around so long. So they, so they book to come to Vrindavan during the peak of Holi. She was here once. Her husband was never here before. The peak of Holi. I leave Vrindavan before Holi every year. I don't want to be here during Holi. You go on the Prickram path here. They have, it's like every 10 feet is sacks of dye. Every 10 feet, everybody's sacked. And you look at the Prickram path, it's completely pink. And, and it's, it's 10 times worse than Vrindavan. But somehow or another, Krishna is so merciful. Brought him to Govardhan. We'll go on Govardhan Prikram tomorrow. And then we'll go to the Indra Swamis. We can see how God is moving. And mercy comes in different ways. So it, he's furious. Jayatobisham Pumsa Sengo Sanjayate. When you meditate on something and you don't get it, you become angry and you become bewildered. So, oh. wow, good. What's happening here? Okay. So we'll go on to the next verse with Indra. Ganam samvartakam nama meghanam chantakarinam Indra prachodiyat krudho. Bakyam Angry interest and forth of clouds of universal destruction known as Sambantaka, imagining himself as the supreme controller. He spoke his part as follows. Isha Mani. Mani means I think I'm the controller. Powerful people think they're the controller. And they become mad with power. So he becomes so mad with power, he sends the clouds of universal destruction. So this Ishamani, you know, I was reading today in Ramananda Sambad this story and Ramananda Roy is like a king, he's a magistrate and Lord Chaitanya is a sannyasi but internally they have this connection in Krishna's Leela of Radha and Krishna So they begin to glorify each other and deprecate, the, de deprecate? I don't know, denigrate themselves or whatever the word is. And what I was thinking of, it was natural for them because when you're Krishna conscious and you become free from illusion, you start to see nothing is separate from God. So your vision is, is, is 
is like what I call happy small. It's so beautiful. So you're not interested in glorification. You're interested in praise. It's so easy for you to put someone up. So Indra has his problem. Aho Shri Mata Mahatnyam Gopanam Kananokasam Krishna Martyam Upasritya Ye Chakru Devahelinam. Indra said, just see how these cowherd men living in the forest have become so greatly intoxicated by their prosperity. They have surrendered to an ordinary human being, Krishna, and thus they've offended the gods. So you've gone completely mad with power. So dangerous. Just like at the early days of Iskand Prabhupada left and 11 men took the position of Acharyas and they practically all had some difficulty, almost all had some difficulty. How could they not? They had such a high level of worship. You become attached. It's the material position. They're like gods. Therefore, to have that type of position, one has to be very, very much focused on the position of service. And humility is so important because the feeling of mercy means that you're getting something you don't deserve. So you have to see what your lack is. The experience of mercy really creates humility, but a very blissful humility because it's based on the experience of love. So it's so important, so important. You know, I'm not finding in these this pastime the, the philosophical content that I like to share. So I'm not sure how much longer I'm going to do this. I think I'm going to find something else to teach. But we, we can just read the verses and try to appreciate the rasa, the feelings of love. Yita jidhai karma mayai kratubir namanao nivai Vidyam andikshikim hitva titir anti bavardamam. Their taking shelter of Krishna is just like the foolish attempt of men who abandon transcendental knowledge of the self and instead try to cross over the great ocean of material existence in the false boats of fruitive ritual sacrifice. It's so ironic. I'm not so familiar with the modern phrases like gaslighting. I'm wondering if it's, that is kind of, I probably got it wrong, accusing someone of what you're actually doing. 
But that's exactly what he's doing. He's accusing Krishna of exactly what's in him. That's why the the that there's that cartoon, I think it was Pogo or something. I see the enemy and he is us. Because generally it's within yourself. Thus taking they're taking shelter of Krishna is just like the foolish attempt of men who abandon transcendental knowledge of the self and instead try to cross over the great ocean of material existence in the false boat of fruitive ritual sacrifices. You can only cross over the ocean of material existence by removing the cause of the ocean of material existence. Because the cause of the ocean of material existence is your desire not to be a devotee, your desire to be the controller, which with Krishna fulfills, fulfills for you in the illusion that you are the controller. So your, your material illusion is just Krishna fulfilling your desire to control and enjoy. So unless you give up that desire, you can never cross over the illusion or the ocean material existence. You have to uproot the cause. It's just following you. Illusion is following you because of your desire to be illusion. You don't want to see the truth. The truth is, is that there's God. And he's Adriam Gan, he's the consciousness, he's pervading everything. That's the truth. And it's very hard to take the truth if you want to be the enjoyer and controller. So when you don't want that, then God puts you in the illusion of the enjoyer and the controller. So it's following you. So unless you switch that desire to serve Krishna, you can't get out, crossing it by the false boat of, of fruitive activities, ritualistic activities. You can't cross that ocean. The only way you can cross the ocean of transcendental knowledge is by faith, with strong conviction. So this is, and that's what's said in Bhagavad Gita. This energy of mine is divine. And it's impossible to overcome materially. It's God's energy. But but if you surrender to Krishna, and surrendering means I want to live by truth. That there is a God and I'm God's servant. So if you surrender and you want to live by truth, God will remove the illusion. And if you don't want to live by truth, God will not remove the illusion. So this is what it said here. It's a foolish attempt when you abandon transcendental knowledge 
that there's a supreme Lord that I am his servant. So now he gets so upset that he starts cursing Krishna. Because envy is in the heart, criticism is when it comes out. And criticism is worse than envy. Because, and some people say criticism is worse than physical violence. Because physical violence can hurt the body, but words can pierce the soul. Can be so painful. So it naturally comes out when there's envy. And it's worse than envy, criticism. So naturally it comes out. This is what he says about Krishna. He says, Vachala Balasham Stabham. Again, Pandita Manina. Krishna Martyam Apasritya Gopa May Chakra Apriyam. These coward men have acted inimically towards me by taking shelter of this ordinary human being, Krishna, who thinks himself very wise, but who is simply a foolish, arrogant, over talkative child. But there's a very beautiful thing that the goddess Saraswati is the goddess of learning. She always protects Krishna. So when someone criticizes Krishna, because Sanskrit is a very intricate language, you can break up words in different ways. She's such a genius that she'll break up the word that the same criticism actually was a great compliment. So, for example, she explains vachalam. Vachalam can be an insult. Vachalam means um, over talkative. Because Krishna is talking and talking, stop the sacrifice. But Goddess Saraswati says it also means one who can speak according to Vedic authority. So she said, Vajlam, you're over talkative, but Goddess Saraswati. And then he says, Balisha means you're like a child, but Balisha can also mean like a child who's free from pretension. So rather than saying a child and stub dumb, which means arrogant, means he bows down before no one because no one, there is no one for him to offer homage to because he's the Supreme Lord. Agyam means ignorant, but it also means there's nothing more for him to know because he's omniscient. And Pandita Manina, He's thinks he's a scholar. It also means people think he's a scholar. And Krishna means he is the supreme absolute truth. 
Marja means he. Anyway, so each of these words she turned into praise. Okay, I think for today, I, it was a great day. I, I wonderful. I, I went and I gave class. It's so much, so many people, there's a, a Joppa school they came. And they're very appreciative and I gave them class. So we had a lot of fun today. What? Thank you so much. It's, it's Wonderful. Thank you for coming. <laughs> it's great to have such a nice audience. Um, Jumunajaya, I'm trying to start. Stop a little earlier. You can. You there? Are you Maraj? Yes, <laughs> I am. I'm really appreciating so much. It's reminding me of Bhagavad Gita 262. The whole thing. Hi, everybody. Um, about um, you know, it's the the attachment causes the illusion. And I really loved what you were saying about the illusion will continue to follow us. I was seeing it like my shadow and the analogy of someone like saying about a tree, it won't let go of me, won't let go of me, but we're holding on to the tree, you know? And so it's the, the Maya, the illusion, because we, we're so attached. And so I love what you said about that, that the illusion will keep following us. Thank you, Jamuna Jaya. Where are Thank you, you now? I'm at, I'm at Yoga Maya right now. Okay, give my yeah. regards to Ben. Okay, I will. Yeah, she'll be here in about an hour, I think. Yeah, she okay. comes, she teaches the class after me. So. Okay, anybody else like to say Thank hello? Hi, Christmas. Gail here. Hi, Bo. Gail. Yeah, you know, um, when you were speaking about the fact that devotees enjoy that parental relationship between them and Krishna. I was thinking, I mean, you know, that's that's the mood that resonates with me also. But when I brought this up to one speaker, their response was that real devotees, they're not looking for that parental role because in the parental role, you know, where where the devotee is the child, you know, that's a, that's a role where the devotee is taking service and devotees don't want to take service. They want to give service. So how would you respond to that? The parent is giving the most service. <laughs> Who serves more than a mother? Yes, that's their, that's their point, that we don't want to be in a position where we're taking so much service from Krishna. We want to be in a position where we're giving the most service, not taking the most service. So I don't understand the point. That my point was that, you know, I was, you know, I was resonating with that parental mood where I am the child, Krishna is the parent. But the speaker was saying that, you know, devotees, they don't want to be in a position where they're taking service from Krishna. They want to be in a position Who's where they're giving service. service. Krishna. The parents are always serving Krishna. No, no, no. In the parental role where Krishna is the parent and the devotee is the child. Oh. Uh-huh. So the child is taking... Oh, oh, oh you that. mean when Krishna has a 
parental role, which is what you were referring to earlier in your talk. Okay, let me, let me say this, that um, they don't want Krishna as the father, you're saying. Yeah, because then you're then you're in the in the in the mood of taking that parental service from well, Krishna. No. But but then you're in the mood of serving. It's actually a mood of you're in the mood of serving. If, if you see God as superior, you're in the mood of servant. It's so much mood. Okay, anybody else? By the way, Maharaj, you know, Shameshri is there at Rishikesh. Yeah, she I was in her. Oh, they sent me a video and I thought, oh, there's Shameshri. She's enjoying all around the world. Yeah, she was in Vrindavan before, then she went to Rishikesh. Then afterwards, she's going to Mayapur in a couple of weeks. She she seems to be only. Is she living in India now? <laughs> she should. She should. What? She should. She, maybe she would like to. Anyway, then, congratulations. <laughs> your your daughter is such a nice devotee. Yeah. Anybody else? Hare Krishna, Krishna Maharaj. Maharaj. Hey, Kalachandra, great to see you. Hi, Krishna. Thank you very much for the class. I'm sorry I got here a few minutes late, but it was wonderful. Thank you. I think this Leela is hard for me. I tried it. I'm gonna, I need something with more subtle philosophical points, but uh, thank you. Thank you. I should mention to everybody that's listening right now that um, I'm having a bhakti immersion this year with Hari Kirtan and Jai Jagannath uh, in Pumpkin Hollow, the place of the original Bhakti immersion. So it'll be uh, just two days. We'll come on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, I'm putting it out now to see if we have a, we already have about 16 or 17 people that are interested. So, uh, on Monday, I'm going to, um, Elizabeth is going to organize it. I'm going to tell her and then we'll go forward with it. And uh, I do think it probably will fill up because we already have such a good number. Okay. Hi, Bo. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Gumaraj. Toto Gopinath here. Kishore Can't Rana. wait to see you, Toto. I'll be there. Can't wait to see you. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Okay. Say hello to your compatriots. Can you do me a favor? Can you speak some Persian or Farsi to them? Nice. It's very nice. Very nice. 
Because, you know, the Iranians have culture, so they have to bring nice things when they're guests. So they came from Bangkok, but they did bring me exotic fruits. Oh, it, it, it was really nice. Anybody else? Thank you, Maris. Okay. Namasaki, you have to speak to them in Farsi now. Okay, salam. 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 Thank you. Great. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Guru Dev. Thank you very much. Very nice. Jagadish is there now, huh? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, that's great. Take care of him. Yes. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. This is Srigandarvik. Srigandarvik. We'll see you soon. Yes, I can't wait. Okay. Thank you. Great. Oh, will you be able to come this Saturday? Um, next Saturday, I work night. So Ooh. then, yeah, probably. Uh, we so can you... talk about it. Okay, I will. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Okay, All right. All right, well. Thank you. Okay. But at least I know in April you'll come with Sri Pallad. That's great. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anybody else? All right, Krishna Guruj, it's Lal Govinda. And Praja, thank you for class. Thanks so much for class. Haribo. Haribo. <laughs> it's just the end of the tour, and it's always so bittersweet. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. This is Krishna Amrita. Thank you very, very much. Okay, thank you. Haribo. Good. Who else? Hare Krishna Maharaj Asamla. Thank you for class. Sadhu, Sadhu. Haribo. Anybody else? Okay, I'm going to head out now. Okay. <laughs>